On this episode of Cheesecake Sports, Dan and I talk about the Eagles' resilient win against the Carolina Panthers. Talk a, t- like Take a little break in the middle and talk about Ben Simmons' drama because that's kind of how it hit us. And then, obviously, preview this Thursday night matchup between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Philadelphia Eagles. Go Birds! Yo, this is a Cheesesteak Sports production. Welcome to Cheesesteak Sports. I'm Paul. And I'm Dan. Coming off a victory, the Eagles won on Sunday. Somehow, someway, 21-18. An ugly win. But a win. I'll take an ugly win over a pretty loss every day of the week. The birds find a way to win the game on Sunday. Uh, as frustrating and annoying as a lot of that game was, we come away with the victory. Uh, first time they won when I was watching it away in New Hampshire. So I was happy about that. Paul, how'd you feel about the, the big dub on Sunday? Um, I really like how you phrased it. Like, I'll, t- I'll take that every day and then, like, twice on Sunday, you know. Like, every day of the weekend yeah. and then twice on a Sunday type deal. But, no, I, I mean, I feel great. Even though, like you said, that was one of the ugliest games uh, in recent memory for myself that we've came out on top mm-hmm. of. Uh, obviously, we've had some ugly losses. Yeah. Blow- blowouts or just, like, not being able to score. Like, that Patriots-Eagles uh, game – um, year after the Super Bowl, that was pretty ugly. Same with that Seahawks game too. That year is filled with a bunch of ugly uh, losses, but um, <laughs> there's no reason to be talking about those. But yeah, I mean, it's great to to actually watch the Eagles win um, a, a hard fought game. They stayed in it, didn't make that many um, mistakes. I guess I, I mean we we blanked them in the and we only gave up a touchdown once. Like, that's the thing is, like, that defense really came out to play against, you know, Matt Rule's high yes. power offense. So, I mean, you, you got to be happy about that. Obviously, Darnold did not look like how he was looking prior. Nope. So, like, I don't know if he – like, I don't know if that was from, you know, scheme. Like, maybe he got confused out there, you know, the classic scene goes, especially for him. But um, <laughs> I just uh, – I, I mean, I'm happy. Like, you know, it just gives some life to the season, even though, you know, we prefaced last episode saying it's going to be a rebuilding year. But, you know, how yeah. it is. Yeah, like, of course. Yeah, you're just excited. And, and I think, like you said, it's ugly, like an ugly, first ugly one we've had in a while. But, and it was funny, we were talking about how the Panthers came back and beat us last time we played them. It was somewhat similar, um, not as drastic of a score late in the game. But I would say the last ugly win we had, would have been last year that Dallas game when Wentz like didn't really play well at all, and we somehow won on Sunday night when they had um, I can't even think of the guy's name. Oh, yeah. That was a pretty ugly game. Didn't you? Yeah, like no one, no one even felt good about it, that game after that. At least uh, people like there so. were some some bright spots in this game that there, that left you to feel good about. And you already touched on the defense. We talked a lot about the defense on our show on Saturday for them to step up and answer the call. They did that. I felt like our big guys, our big playmakers made plays. Like Cox came out at a sack. Hargraves did what he's been doing. And Darius Slay lived up to the name Big Play. Slay had two big interceptions, um, which is yeah. great to see. They're going to have another huge test, which is a, a bigger test, obviously, tomorrow night, which we'll touch on a little bit later. Um, but it was great to see Gannon in the defense answer the call 
against an offense that has been pretty good. Like you said, Darnold did not look good. I talked about on Saturday, he has he doesn't scare me yet. He hasn't proven to me enough yet that he is going to be a guy that I should be afraid of. Um, and I'm not really scared of too many quarterbacks in the league. Like, obviously, the guy we're playing tomorrow night is a guy that's going to scare you. But, um, yeah, the Eagles defense took care of some of his mistakes. And the big thing, too, I think that really helped us win two separate plays was our special teams. Elliott obviously had that huge 58-yard field goal in a weekend where there was a lot of missed kicks, which we'll talk about later. Yep. Um, and then the, the special teams block. It's always great to have your team block a punt. I feel like we haven't had a that go right for us in a while. I can't remember the last time the Eagles have had a block punt, but that obviously drastically changed the game because that was which ended up leading us to the game-winning punt. So. Yeah, no, it was, it was great. I can't. I was great sequence for uh, it. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you there? No, go ahead. I think we broke out there. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, that's okay. That's what happened. Um, no, I was just saying, like, it, it's awesome that we uh, got that one. Like you said, got that block. I can't think of the last time that we got a block. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's just great. Also, the other thing is like all the kicking woes throughout the league. Like you said, that was a good uh, thing because you know some games had five missed field goals, like very close to to one another. The one thing, obviously, is uh, the pick play that we can't run correctly without like blocking people. I, I mean, it's like so iffy because sometimes it doesn't get thrown, other times it does. Yeah, it, it kind of just makes you think that. Um, Probably the other after we ran it successfully against Atlanta, every other week the refs uh, like the other coach tells the refs like, "Hey, watch out for that pick play. Um, yeah. you know, watch out for that something like that." Because I mean, uh, last week we did have like JJ like go full blocking mode, so like that's understandable. This one, you know, it, it's just you got to run a real route. So I mean, that's that's all it is. And Ward basically ran into him and did put. Like, obviously, as an Eagles fan, I want that to stand as a touchdown, but I do understand that being called. Um, Yeah, and as ugly as we played offensively that game, like, that first half was so frustrating with the bubble screen after bubble screen, the quick screens, just continuing Mm -hmm. to do the same thing. Um, And, I mean, receivers just weren't blocking, executing, whatever, but, like, we continued to run the same, same play over and over. As frustrating as all that was and the turnovers we had, if – if that is if Greg Ward can run a pick route correctly and Hertz hits Watkins before the end of the first half, um, I don't know if you saw how open Quez Watkins was on that play. He missed him, but I mean, you end, yeah. the Eagles end up scoring thirty, like they get thirty points, which is kind of crazy to think about and how frustrating the game that was for the offense. Um, so yeah, and also I forgot to mention with the I meant to mention with the block punt, like I heard that Edwards. And uh, Bradley, like, kind of saw that earlier in the game where they felt like they could get that. So they, like, talked to the special teams coordinator, uh, Clay, said, like, they want to get into a specific check, and it worked. So that was, that was cool to see, like, players actually, like, seeing something come up and remembering film and then executing in the game, which ended up leading us to the win, which is, uh, which is big. So I meant to bring that up earlier. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's big. I saw that article, too. All in all, for them to win that game was huge. I thought we didn't even really touch touch on Jalen Hurts yet. 
Um, he made some, definitely made some poor throws. I mean, that I can think of that one ball to Ertz, which is completely overthrown. I mean, it's a tight window for him to make that pass. You want to hopefully see him develop with his deep ball accuracy. But I felt like what he showed is like we, we've known him to be a kind of a clutch player, a guy who can make big plays for you. And uh, he made some big plays, and it looks like he, he, could, he could have the mentality to be a quarterback. I don't know about all the physical stuff as far as his arm, but he showed, showed you in that game he was able to tough it out. Even through, through a tough game where there was a lot of mistakes made at the end of the day, he was able to win a game uh, when it mattered. So that's, I think you're going, that's, that's a, somewhere you can go in the right, positive direction with that with Hurts. But overall, he, he played all right, I guess. But when it mattered most, I thought um, he answered the call. Yeah, he definitely did answer the call. The other thing about it, too, was that I did see an interesting tweet about it. and Well, not about his play specifically, but just like how um, – well, this wasn't the tweet, but one thing that we had, I had noticed was that he has progressed as you know, a little bit better with balls. Obviously, he does have his missed balls still. Um, that deep ball still isn't really right there. He has no touch on it um, or sometimes just completely underthrows it. So that got, gets me a little bit worried. But, you know, we have someone in the division in Dak Prescott who wasn't better than, you know, Wentz the first three years. But, like, mm. now he's, like, really hitting stride. And, and I saw it the year that before, even um, in his third year, uh, he was looking, you know, a lot better. Obviously, last year he got hurt and missed it. And before that, he was tearing it up. So, I mean, it just kind of gives you – the slight pause to kind of ship hurts out if you know if this isn't a good year and you know he doesn't look like a right a top 16 quarterback because you know he can he might be able to turn into that uh, i was talking to some people and we were kind of saying like this is the year that you kind of have to decide if it's hurts or you know get off the pot yeah. and pick a new quarterback because yeah. we do have that ammo it's hard, though. I mean, even in a full season of yeah. a little bit of what we saw last year, it's still kind of hard. Each game has its own, takes on its own realm of things and how how the Eagles, I mean, I thought their attack to it, like the first half, I don't know if the coaches aren't confident in, in him yet, but there was a stat I saw. He had like two and a half yards through the air. His, his balls were going on an average in the first half, which was yeah. the lowest since like 07. Um, and that was by Mark Sanchez, a guy who wasn't great at throwing the ball down the field. Um, and I get like the interception later in the second half. And that was like right after I was like yelling at them for him to throw the ball downfield. But you got you got to give him the opportunity. Mm-hmm. I thought like that drive they had right before uh, half, where they got the fifty-eight yard field goal. He he was able to throw it down. He got in a rhythm. They were going no huddle, and you got to got to let him play. You got to see what he's got. But like you said, it's definitely the year we 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 have to find out if he's going to be the guy here. And so far, like we've we've talked about, I feel like almost each week on the podcast, like you can see why he could be, and you can see sometimes why he might not be. So you're you're just figuring out more and more each week about him. Mm-hmm. Um, but the real the real turning point in the game, I think, was when the shirtless Eagles fan ran on the field. Uh, really turned the game for the birds. Oh, I didn't realize it was an Eagles. Yeah, fan. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he had a green Eagles hat. Makes on. sense. Uh, they yeah, they ended up scoring like 18 straight since uh, he ran on the field. So they just needed <laughs> that from him. Yeah, I mean, I just love when everyone shows up and help, helps it go together. You know, without that guy, you know, yeah. what happens. Yeah, for sure. 
So 21-18 birds win quick turnaround this week before we get into the Bucks game. A couple things also just around the league and football. I mean, I think this just happened yesterday, but Travis Fulgham was picked up by uh, Miami. So it's crazy what can change in a year. A year ago, he was having a career day against the Steelers. Milano was giving everyone COVID. And um, now Fulgham's gone. But... But yeah, I just thought it's cr- just crazy to see just how quickly like he just ascended last year for those five games, and now it's just disappeared. I guess we send all of our receivers to Miami. I think about uh, Matt Collins went there. I feel like someone yeah, else did too. Was, but maybe I'm drawing. Maybe I'm the familiar. first person I thought of was Matt Collins. Too. Yeah. Um, and then also sticking with the NFL, that Packers Bengals game, like I was texting you about it real quick because. So I didn't even watch the I watched the game on my phone, the Eagles game the whole time. Shout out to Paul for the link he sent me a couple weeks ago. I use that. So it's fun to listen to Merrill and um nice. quick. You know, it's yeah. you, 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 I'm not used to listening to them. So it is fun to to hear them like call the game. But um so I was watching that on the phone and then had the red zone on the TV because I didn't get the game there. But uh to watch that Packers Bengals game was just crazy. Like the amount like of just can miss field goals for Crosby. Then the Bengals kicker, like I, I thought it was like if you if there was ever a game that deserved to end in a tie, it was that game. Like nobody wanted nobody wanted to win that game, and it was yeah, funny because the last time I was up in New Hampshire last year was the Bengals game where the Eagles and Bengals tied. I was like, wow, the Bengals are going to tie again. Uh, so funny. yeah, I just thought that was that was a game we talked about beforehand on this podcast. We both uh, talked about the Bengals upsetting them, and they had their chances. They just couldn't couldn't finish the deal. Yeah. Did you see the one where uh, Evan McPherson thought it went in? Yes, yeah, we're awesome. Dude, I yeah, still was, can't believe that. Like, how I didn't watch that, uh, but, like Come On Man, but I'm sure that was on Come On Man on Monday Night Football. Oh, uh, yeah, it would have to be. He hit the flag like, yeah. outside. Yeah, like, I don't know. It, I know. I don't, he I don't even know. thought it was I in before it hit that. Cause, yeah. Yeah, that was bad. You were saying, yeah, because he, he, he was like, oh, I kicked that good. I kicked the tree. I guess the wind really yeah. But it was wow. it's funny. Um, I had that, so I had that game, the Eagles game, and then the Red Zone gone. So that was the one that I was watching most, just because like I did want the Bengals oh, okay. upset. Um, just because like it's nice when you can pick like a nice upset. I, I mean, our thought process was right because the Packers aren't really playing that well. They're like the only team no. with a, a winning record that has negative point differential because they've oh, wow. only won their games by so. Like you know, they were losing majority to to the Bengals, and same thing with the Lions. And then, uh, well, yeah, the Lions—they're down a little bit now. That I'm thinking about, um, and then they got blown out the the one game that they actually yeah. lose. So it's just funny that they, yeah, and then they're, they're kind of skiing by. Yeah, and then it was a crazy just college football Saturday. Crazy, crazy college football Saturday. I watched some of the games. Yeah, that was insane. Did you, did you watch the, that one, the Oklahoma Texas? I I watched the first half and like was I I did something or no I was driving to New Hampshire yeah so yeah I mean you're thinking it's over yeah and I was I was interested because I was watching them um, talk about the backup for Oklahoma and how they're bringing uh, Caleb Wilson or whatever yeah and like just how how that all has gone down and how the, the fans have been wanting him after what's his name who's supposed to be um, Rattler. Yeah, Rattler. Rattler. So, and then to see that score and how that game ended, that was crazy. Obviously, Bama getting upset, which is 
awesome to see. Um, yeah. So you didn't see you didn't see how it actually ended, or did you see the final play? Bama. Which no which no game? for the um for Oklahoma Texas. Uh, no, I didn't see the play. I just saw the score. And oh, okay. So you, so yeah. So it was even crazier because it sure like they tied it up, whatever. And then the announcers were like, okay, like you know they're just gonna try and you know get it to like maybe the left hash for the kicker. It's like a, they're like four, maybe like thirty five yards out. Dude just breaks free and scores a touchdown. It was insane. Like it was like okay, like okay, they're gonna set up for a field goal. Maybe it goes in. Maybe they go to overtime. Whatever. But then this dude just broke free. The running back it was it was crazy. That's why I was. That's insane. Like, that was literally, yeah, it was literally insane. I was like, what the heck? Because I was I was doing I was putting up our podcast at the time of that and because okay. um, I took Stu for a really long walk after uh, after we recorded yeah and like a three a three mile one yeah it was a big one it was a good one I saw all of uh, Fox Chase and Rockledge but um, we wow. so I got back and I was putting that up and I was like oh well you know I was checking out the score app for whatever reason and it said that it was forty eight forty eight going to overtime. So I thought like I had a delay on what I was watching and you know whatever I was like okay he misses the field goal and then next thing I know he scores I'm like what the heck it was it was just a, it was a crazy thing uh, and then Bama going down that's always yeah. wild uh, and I don't, I don't yeah I didn't really watch any more besides that yeah it's a crazy day there was another game well the Penn State Iowa game I didn't really see how that ended with Iowa I was watching that a little bit when I was driving trying to. But Iowa came back and won that game. Um, so yeah, cra- crazy football oh, yeah, weekend. Was, I forget about that. Did yeah, you, and then um, good. I was gonna say, did you watch the fight at all? Or no, it's fine. I didn't even know it was on that uh, night. And then I, um, when I got to New Hampshire, uh, I saw it on. I was like, oh wow, I didn't know that was on tonight. Where was I at? I was out somewhere Saturday. I can't it was, remember. It was a good fight. Yeah. It was a really, really good fight. That's what I heard. Everyone was tweeting about it. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, and then obviously the the news of Ben Simmons just abruptly showing up in Philadelphia breaks. So, I mean, we have to talk about it because it's it's big news. Uh, He doesn't tell anyone, just shows up. So, apparently Elton Brand gets a text like, yo, Ben's outside, can you let him in? So I guess he just didn't want any media to know or anybody to be there. <laughs> and the money's finally talking to him after almost losing out about a mil. Uh, he shows up. So it'll be interesting to, to see how this unfolds. I still don't think he plays for the Sixers yet. Um, just from listening to interviews today, no, play, no players yeah, have I, spoken I to him so. yet. Rivers said, like, he assumes he's here to play, but he's not sure. Like, who knows? Just doesn't sound, like, promising. So I still like will stand like I'll be I'll be I'll be surprised if he if he plays and they're saying he could even play in a preseason game Friday but I don't think that'll happen. Yeah, I don't I don't think he plays either. I mean, it's I don't know. There's no way because like Danny Green was saying like, hey, it's cool, it's great that he's back, but you know we're not going to ask him to do anything that you know he doesn't do. We ask everyone to do their part, yada yada. We're not going to ask him jump take a jump shot, which is kind of like a dig at him a little bit. And then he said something along the lines of like, um, but like, you know, as long as he apologizes, they were cool. So like, obviously there's still some animosity towards him just because like, 
you know, the like he he like like the report said he shut everyone out. So, uh, you know, there's some relationships yeah. to mend. Um, and I mean, I I like I I'm fine with him. Like, if he wants to play, like, sure. Like, all you have to do is just apologize to us. Like I was saying to uh, Matt, our boy Matty Bones. I was he was like, I can't believe Ben's back, and I was like. Yeah, like, I mean, it's really crazy, but, like, honestly, like, if he just says, hey, I, um, I, I messed up, like, I, I would be like, okay, like, he just has to be like, I, I'm sorry, <laughs> like, I messed up, obviously, like, it's hard. The, th- but the no, thing like, is, though, I, like, I, that's, that's, that's not going to be enough, like, at this point, like, he's just been so selfish, and, like, even if he comes out and says, like, I'm sorry, like, just trying to, like, I feel like there's gonna unless he unless he comes out and starts shooting threes, like if something changes and he's like you can tell he's he's given all he's got and he's he's a changed player. That that honestly is the only way I think he'll be more respected here in Philadelphia. Um but as long as that isn't being changed, uh even if I mean unless he plays like yeah, unless he gets a jump shot, I don't think things will really change as far as his perception here um as a sixer. It's just too. It's too much. Yeah, it is. No. Um. But uh, Flyers start soon. They're home openers on Friday, so that's exciting. So there's a little bit of an interruption here, and I was basically just telling Dan about Jim Arcee's tweet about saying that the Colts are going to win two Super Bowls within this decade. So I, I mean, there's nothing more to that. And then we just switched right into the Eagles talk. Here you go. Please enjoy. And then I guess we have, yeah. I mean, we have the short turnover too. We have to go right to uh, just talking about the Eagles versus the Bucks. Um, and one little factoid that I just saw come across the wire uh, was that Sirianni said he brought a few coaches to his house on Sunday night after they returned to Philadelphia just to get a jump on facing the Bucks tomorrow, which is just, you love, love it. it. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm excited, obviously, Thursday Night Football. Uh, it's a shame for the birds. Goddard will most likely be out. Uh, he's dealing with COVID and uh, still no Lane Johnson. And it doesn't sound like he really will be returning anytime soon. Um, so, yeah, again, don't know what's really going on with him. And then on the Buck side, Gronk's going to be out and Antoine Winfield. Are out for them tomorrow. Bucks still a seven point favorite in Philly. Are right, you're going to the game tomorrow? Yeah, there's like a little bit of like, will I, won't I? But yeah, I'm going. I'm pretty excited. I'm really excited. What does that mean? <laughs> it's just like a little bit like um, what happened was is like we thought we had tickets, but then we didn't have tickets, and we do have tickets. So, it's, but we're we're going. That's all that matters. Nice. As we're gonna. That's we're gonna yeah. Bring well, the juice. Yeah, yeah. Bring that juice. It's going to be an awesome game. Getting to see Brady in Philly. Uh, I think a key for us is obviously to get pressure on him. I mean, he's great. That offense is great. The weapons they have. I mean, we've already, like we talked about earlier, played two really great offenses in the Chiefs and the Cowboys. But just looking across the board with the Bucks, just their receivers are just lethal with. Godwin, Evans, Antonio Brown, like especially Antonio Brown's been playing good ball lately. Like it's 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 just gonna be, I think, hard for us to contain all those guys. Uh but crazier things have happened. Um 
so I'm hoping for the best Thursday night. But just I think this is, this will be a big test to see how the defense has improved from like like I said the the two games where we give given up forty plus. You don't want to see that happen. I know the one game there's a pick six, but you don't want to see him just get destroyed and manhandled like they have in the, those two games. So hopefully they can step up and at least contain these this offense a little bit um, against the Bucks. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be. I, I feel like there's no way that the that they don't run like something for Tom Brady to catch the ball. I feel like they're gonna try it since, like you said, how they they mentioned it, like, like Tom yeah. mentioned it. I feel like he's just like Jones and to try and get a catch against us. That, that's something to keep an eye out on. Last time we actually played the Bucks was Week Two, 2018, and we lost. It was post Super Bowl. Yeah, and DJ uh, Fitzpatrick. Yep, Deshaun killed a 75-yard toddy. Uh, so yeah, that was the last time we played him. We had full starting still for that second game, and it was the next week that Wentz came back. And we went to that game when Wentz came back. Yeah, and we went to that game. Yeah. So yeah, awesome. my final prediction, I got the Bucks winning this one 35-23. Uh, I think the Eagles fight, keep it close in the first half, but just not being able to uh, just maintain the goat and contain him. We had another little connectivity issue, but I just told Dan to repeat the story, so he did. Yeah, so there's there's this clip. I was actually there's a clip of Brady like kind of talking highly of the Eagles and their defense and their front four, um, and then I saw someone like quote tweet it with a clip of a video of Brady this I guess this off season and like an interview talking about how he like hypes up like another team if he ever does that he usually thinks like they're trash and like he's gonna exploit them and. Blah blah blah. So I just thought it was funny. Like I'm sure he's out for vengeance. He's like, it's kind of like a strategic thing, like where he gets them all gun- yeah. excited. But in his head, he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna torch them. Yeah. And then also, it, it just, builds for it builds for his legacy. The fact that he's beaten. Yeah, it, it really does. Yeah, the video is pretty funny to watch. I think I liked it on Twitter. So if you go on my likes, you can see it. I did see that um, that that popped up of him like praising us or whatever. And yeah. I did uh, also like uh, Florio on Pro Football Talk. He's been everything that he said that uh, also might have been like the same clip that you're talking about where he hypes up the other team. He said that like 90% mm-hmm. of the stuff he says to the media is yep. just fake. Yep. Yeah, so, that's exactly what that clip was. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's just funny because like you, like we're here for like real news or whatever, and then we get the. Yeah, the fake, the fake stuff, but like, what do you really? I mean, it's it's all part of the game. It's all mental too. So, yeah, definitely. What do you got for prediction? Um, I am predicting the Eagles to score twenty. Because like the other thing is that we didn't really talk about like the Bucks had a good. It's the same thing with the Chiefs. Well, it's more about the Bucks. Like the Bucks have like a good defensive line that like rotates. They're getting people in, but for some reason their secondary isn't really clicking yet. So, I mean, the only team that they really slowed down was, like, Miami. So that's nothing. Um, Miami with a backup quarterback, even though I do think Brissett's better than Tua. But anyway, I I think that we can put up some points on these guys. Um, I feel like it's going to be, like, a sloppy-ish kind of game where, you know, it's like a sloppy shootout type deal where it's like, oh, shoot, like, Mm -hmm. no one's really playing that great of defense. Just the short week aspect of it. 
Um, so I think that the Eagles are going to – I'm going to have them – I feel like I'm going to go there. I'm going to root for a victory, but I'm not going to expect a victory. I'm going to have the Eagles lose 27-33. to 33. All right, let's let's keep closer to my game. That means they cover. Yeah, what do you what do you have uh, in the score? Right? I said thirty. I said thirty five twenty three. Bucks. Okay. So I just I, I could even see us getting like a a last second like not a last second mm, but like garbage time field goal yeah. to make that you know. It's funny you said thirty three as well. Thirty five twenty three. Yeah. It's just. It is what I, I mean. It's it. This is the Super Bowl defending champions, you know. Hopefully, yeah. fan. But like we saw, like we saw the Cowboys. We lost to the Cowboys by, you know. I, I I luckily flushed that score down down my out of my memory. But we lost to them, and the the Cowboys played the Bucks really close. So you would think from that knowledge, like you said, like we're probably only five. I mean, that's why Vegas has it seven points, even with us being at home. Like, it makes sense. Yeah. I just, it's seven points is a lot. And it's like for like, um, for like, uh, like spread wise, like things like that. I feel like that uh, games are just being a lot closer. Like you look at the Vikings versus the Lions. Obviously, that's a divisional matchup, but that's a close game. Even, um, I mean, the Texans versus the Patriots. That was a close game for the majority of the day until the Texans like broke down. So I don't know. I feel like there's if we can keep it close, um, you know, Hertz can show that inner dog in him and, and he can maybe roll us to victory. So yeah, I think so far from what I've seen from the Eagles this year, there's nothing that, have sh- that has shown me that they're going to be able to beat this Bucks team. The I mean the the thing that I think I'm uh, hoping for is that due to a short week, the Eagles. We'll be able to recover and bounce back. I mean, I just generally I feel like we're younger, um, at least in our skill positions, and uh, hopefully the short week gets to Brady. I don't know, Brady's the goat, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like you said. There's no reason for us to um, believe that um, that he's that we're gonna see something good, like yeah. see a win out of this. So. Yeah. I I mean obviously I'm going to the game, it'd be so hyped to watch Brady lose in person. I was I was messing around with Meg last night after uh after our softball game. For you guys that don't know, we were in a softball league we talked about last week. We actually got our first two dubs this week. It was pretty hype. Yes, sir. Dan had the walk off uh Ribby. Um yes, sir. He's doing big things. But um I was I was just messing around with her. I was like, I gotta get ready. Like, what am I gonna say to like Brady? Like, what what's my like echo tone? <laughs> Do I tell him like, hey Tom, like you gotta change your pair of depends. Oh, like you're too old. Like, I, like I don't even know like what kind of trash talk you can really say to someone with that many Super Bowls. I'll just bring like a Nick Foles jersey or something. Just hold that up to him. <laughs> I was thinking head. about wearing a. I should. I don't, actually don't have Nick Foles. I was thinking about wearing a deuce shirt with my deuce tomorrow night because we have to get the. Ooh. We gotta get. We, you know, we gotta run the ball. We didn't really talk about I like that, it. but like everyone in the city already knows that. You know, we're not running the ball that much. It's true. Like you're talking also about those bubble screens. I really think that he just didn't um, doesn't trust the offensive line at this point. 
mm. to like hold up and stuff. Like that's that. true. You had you only have one sense. one starter at the right position because we have Malata yeah. at right tackle. But um, so I I mean I'm just hoping that we can get uh, get some guys healthy uh, mentally and physically and um, you know hopefully make it. You know you just always want to make a make a play for the for the playoffs in the chip because like. Even though the Cowboys are looking pretty good, we know the Cowboys, we, they can choke down, down the stretch. So, Yeah, for sure. Well, bring bring the juice tomorrow, Paul. We'll be looking for you on Definitely. TV. Um, I know you'll make an appearance somehow. So, I hope. I might have to streak to get that <laughs> dance. All right, go Birds. Go Birds.